Hello. If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now, enjoy the review. You're listening to episode 62 of Pod on Pod as we review the Smart People podcast. The podcast where we talk to smart people, but not necessarily done by smart people. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Where the world is dark and boring, let us do your exploring. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this is Pod on Pod. Every week on Pod on Pod or sometimes every other week or sometimes every 10 days or sometimes every – you know what we should do? We should do an episode about podcast consistency, Josh. I'm sure it'd just come out late. (laughs) It would come out late. That's right. Our special uh, episode about consistency would not be on time. Uh, We're sorry we were off last week. If you follow us on social media, uh, you probably saw uh, my grandmother passed away. Uh, My nana is is what we called her, and uh, it happened on Sunday. Uh, We generally record this show Monday or Tuesday evening. And so that sort of jammed us up. By the time I had the uh, funeral service, which, by the way, my wife commented it was the fastest turnaround she's ever seen on a funeral. Nana died on a Saturday. We had the visitation Monday evening and the the funeral service Tuesday morning. But it was a long time coming. All the arrangements had already been made. She knew she was going. We all knew she was going. We'd all had time to say goodbye. And as a matter of fact, while we didn't do a podcast last week, I did do a podcast last week. I put out an episode of Me and the Geek, the other show uh, that I do every week. You can find it at meandthegeekpod.com. Um, and last week's episode was was all about Nana. So that was kind of a nice tribute. Um, this is why you're such a great partner. Um, you actually had your Nana die just so I didn't have to podcast for a week. Hey, like, man, I, I, do, I do whatever needs to be done. It's like covering <laughs> for me. I, I look, I was tired. I just didn't. I didn't want to get out of the house. <laughs> but, but you were glad. You were glad to use my grieving, uh, my my family's mourning time as a. Yeah, you like, know what? In solidarity with Nana, I think we should just not podcast this. I was week like, that's a I, real. Yeah, that's a friend. <laughs> uh, well, uh, we no, but I will say you us. did put out an episode on um, your other show, uh, your other podcast, Me and the Geek, uh, the Nana episode, and. Uh, dude, I thought it was beautifully written and including this podcast, I think it's one of the best things you've produced. Well, I really appreciate that. You told me that off the air too. Uh, I don't mind just stroking my ego though. And you know, I, I am pretty proud of it. It was it was obviously done from the heart. She meant a tremendous amount to me. I she was 
I was her favorite at least for a while before the great grandkids showed up, and she was absolutely my favorite too. So I was glad to sort of memorialize her in that way. The family had a lot of fun being a part of it too, and and the whole experience was really really nice. So anyway, thanks for everybody for sticking with us uh, through the off week. If you have not checked that out, feel free to to go look for it. Me and the Geek. You can find it in iTunes, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but you can also find it at meandthegeekpod.com if you just want to go straight there and, and find Nana's Recorder. That's the last uh, episode. Uh, this week we got a special Father's Day episode going on over there, uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the Smart People Podcast. The Genius People Podcast. Well, no, it's called the Smart People Podcast. The Genius People Podcast. Uh, we talked about last last episode, we discussed the fact that we're going to have a lineup here for you of shows that as we go through and we review all the different parts of uh, the podcast world that we describe in our theme song, or Adam Dale describes in our theme song. So if you want something funny, if you want something smart, a show on astral projection, uh, uh, the history of art, if you want to learn a language, if you want to learn how to play guitar, we're going to do all those things. This week, we're starting you with the smart. You know who loves our theme song? Who? Candace LePage. She does, and she says yep. so. We're going to get to that with listener feedback at the end of the episode. Uh, but this week, we're doing the smart part of this theme song uh, run, and that was the Smart People Podcast. This show, by the way, uh, you can find it at smartpeoplepodcast.com. Hey, seeing how we took the first part and were quite literal with it, like it's actually called the Smart People Podcast. Are we going to try to find a podcast that has astral projection in its name or history of art in its name? Uh, potentially. I, hadn't, I think that's harder. I, I, I hadn't thought about tougher. that. I, I got to tell you what I was planning on doing for the funny, which we've saved for a long time. I thought we would do Hollywood Babylon next week for the funny. All right. Yeah. Uh, we, we've been putting it off. It's a show you and I both really enjoy, although I don't know about you. I haven't listened to it in a while. This would be a good excuse for me to put it in my uh, rotation this week. I listened to the last two episodes before that. It was a while before I got back to it. I just, uh, there's just so, there's so, there's so much. much. There really is so much. And I know occasionally we'll get somebody on Twitter or Facebook. They're like, stop. Stop telling me about wonderful podcasts. I have too many. I don't need, you need yeah. to stop now. Uh, we have a mission, people. We have a mission to fill your earbuds. Uh, this week, we're going to fill it with the Smart People podcast. It's brought to you by Chris Stemp and uh, John Rojas. And guys, I'm sorry if I got your names wrong. Can I just suggest that all over the internet we put phonetic spelling next to our names in every bio page everywhere? Can we just do that? What's the fun in that? (laughs) I guess it's no fun for podcasters. I think this is something that bloggers have set up. Uh, These guys, though, they they run this uh, Smart People podcast. And what is the show, Josh? It's it's pretty much just what they say. I love how every week you – that's how you start introing the conversation of the show is – What's this uh, show about, Josh? And then I go to say what the show is, and then you just like, and then I read generally from the website. Yeah. Hey, it's your fault that you don't sit in front of sit in front of a computer monitor doing this thing. Uh, don't worry, uh, the creators are not the smart people we are referring to here. Smart People Podcast or uh, Smart People Pod on Twitter is simply a place to hear cool stuff from even cooler people. We are reaching out to leading professionals in various industries to pick their oversized brains and pass that info along to our listeners. Uh, some examples of some of the smart people that they've talked to. Uh, who did you listen to, Josh? You- um, I listened to the Till episode, uh, the sleep. Um, I don't know the full title, but it was the sleep episode. Um, I listened to um, the Batman episode where they have the guy who um, 
license out Batman back in the day. Uh, and boy, did that pay off. Um, and I listened to, because I'm not familiar. Look, I'm not tech technologically savvy in any way. Right. I don't, I don't do the internet, uh, which sounds crazy, but, um, you know, I hear a lot about this Reddit thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, so I listened to that episode. All right. Nice. Okay. Well, I, I also listened to the sleep episode that you mentioned. The guy's name is – the doctor's name is Till Ronenberg. Ronenberg. Yes. And and that's actually the most recent episode. That's episode 195, Night Owl versus Early Bird and the Science Behind yeah. Your Sleep Patterns. I also listened to the Michael Uslan episode you were discussing. That's episode 192. That's The Rise of Superheroes. Oh, yeah. There we go. A lot of people refer to him as the godfather of the superhero movie. Uh, he He's the guy. As you said, he licensed Batman mm -hmm. work for 10 years to get it made and then they made 1989's you know uh, Tim Burton's Batman and, and he's had a piece of every Batman ever made since then yeah yeah and that comes off that was my one problem with that interview actually he's a little he's a little too pro the Nolan series I think with a little distance now from it we can see some of the flaws starting to show for him that's like Citizen Kane Citizen Kane part 2 and 3 apparently so I don't know about that but it was a good interview overall I also listened to Dave Burse's episode on how to be creative which was a great one. Tiffany Lennon about uh, Are Women Better? Corey Kogan about Extraordinary Productivity. And then this was a great episode that I think you actually might want to give a chance uh, mm. later. Matt Richtel was the guest, and the topic was What is Technology Doing to Us? It's making us unpleasant people. It is. It very much I know is. It is. But yeah. it also, he suggests that it might be like literally shutting down parts of our brain. The way that we are. Uh, pushing that dopamine button with our our little um, you know flashing screens in our hands and in our pockets, the way that we are triggering our brain, the way that we are force feeding the information, it might actually be stopping us from being able to solve complex problems. But very specifically, they they intro into this whole topic through this story about texting and driving, which was a really really cool and. One of my favorite moments, which is a thing that we normally do at the end of the show, but it occurs to me that might be a good lens through which to talk about the content, which is how we start. We break down every show that we talk about by discussing content, the audio quality, the host likability, and the production values, uh, and then we give you some of our favorite moments. But we did it sort of last week, too. And we don't always start with the content. We don't always, but often we do. I think this is a good example of why, because this is another interview show, and you, the, the listener might be saying, why is it different than any other interview show? Yep. It's That's a, a great point, Joel. To me, it's about the guests, and it's about the information that they bring. So one of my favorite moments is is this episode, uh, and uh, Mr. Richtel is discussing the this story, and he wrote a whole book about it, I think. Or, or if he didn't write a book, maybe he made a documentary, I believe is actually what happened. They made a... No, he did the audio book, which meant, yes, they wrote a book about it too. But this kid was like all-American kid. He says that he doesn't know what happened. But there's like a 30-second window or a minute window, and he is uh, involved in like a three- or a four-car wreck. Several, A couple of people die at least. He does not. And he defends himself by saying, I don't know what happened. An enterprising state trooper gets the call records and realizes the guy made like 11 text messages sending or receiving within the minute that the accident happened. And it was obvious that that is what happened. He was super distracted and he, and he did this. So they break down all the different things. This this book breaks down all the different things that your brain is doing while you're text messaging. And there's a great, well, I don't know. He just puts it really succinctly. Like, why is it that we don't realize we're driving down a road 
at 60 miles an hour and and we can divert our attention for 15 seconds that's crazy yeah it's crazy and you've asked a rich question that has a lot of answers i'll just say that if the, the young people are engro- so engrossed that they don't realize they're piloting a missile the problem of texting and driving yeah so that was one of my favorite moments i don't uh, like okay i don't see like texting and driving's bad everybody knows it and we still do it. We do it more every year. Drinking's bad. People do it. Smoking's bad. People do it. It's it man. It's natural selection for human beings. Oh, that's cold. That's cold, brother. Uh, do you have a favorite moment to share with us? Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we're doing sound bites now. And I chose not to make this my sound bite, uh, but in the sleep episode, uh, which I struggled with in the beginning, came around on, and I was like, okay, that's like I get it now. Um, at the very end, Till um, says, because I can't, I can't remember if it's Chris or John that does this interview, uh, but they said they, you know, th- they get up late. Like they sleep till 10. They need nine hours of sleep in their whole life. They feel like they've been lazy and like he's got friends who only need four hours of sleep and, and they're getting up and they're being more productive. And he wishes he had that kind of sleep pattern at that time. Uh, and Till goes, yeah, it's like uh, when you're, when you're, Younger and and you're measuring who's longer and that's important and now that you're older it's the flip flop it's who's the shorter yeah yeah that <laughs> was a really good bite I forgot I forgot about that but yeah no he makes the joke about uh, it's a childish comparison like like what who cares whether that guy sleeps four hours and you sleep nine it's about how productive you are in your waking time and I really like that part of that interview as he discussed the difference between wakefulness and sleepfulness and yeah. and the fact that. There is no such thing as good sleep uh, except in the context of productive wakefulness. Mm -hmm. To be honest, what does it help you to know that you've spent so much time in this type of sleep and so much time in another type of sleep if we don't know? That was going to be my question. (laughs) What that means for the the, quality of sleep. So we actually don't know. Right. Wow. Uh, All right. So there's a couple of our favorite moments. You made reference to the host. And why don't we switch to there? Because this is one of my big issues with the show. Host likability. And as we mentioned earlier, uh, your two hosts are Josh and Chris. Chris Stemp and John. uh, No, excuse me. John Rojas and Chris Stemp. Those are your two hosts. I'm not positive whether I heard both of them. I might have in my random selection I've heard, shows. I've heard, I know I heard both of them, and sometimes they intro together, um, which is helpful. But here's the deal. I, yeah, I mean, it's hard to tell who's who unless you've – like, I can't believe you. I would have thought that you uh, would have an easier time because you listen to far more than me and really liked the show, really enjoyed it. Um, so it's a probably like – I would think that I wouldn't be able to tell them apart uh, very well based on the three episodes that I listened to. But I would think that by the time you got to your number, it would be an easier translation. Um, so I guess the the negative is it's hard to tell who's who or to keep them, keep them separated because they're two white guys. Well, maybe. Yeah, no, they are. They're both white guys. Very, very perceptive of you. Yeah. I'm looking at their website. Yeah. So I know. <laughs> um, so they sound very similar or they kind of have the same patterns. But the plus side is if you like one, you're going to like them both. Yes. Neither one of them have an accent. Yeah. They both have a similar interviewing style. They have a sim- similar like pattern to their questions and like the way they drive yeah, yeah. the thing forward. So what I found, it was soothing to me because I did listen to so many. 
I, I was not jarred back and forth. Sometimes with other shows with multiple hosts where they trade off duties and like from week to week, one of them is the primary. I find that I have a favorite and I have one that I don't like very much and I almost want to skip the episodes where the off host is. That wasn't the case here unless I – I, I don't know. I suppose it's possible and somebody I'm sure will tell me, one of the listeners or something, that that – I only listen to one guy, but I don't think that was the case. I'm pretty sure at least in one of those episodes that I mentioned, they introed together. So I think I've heard both of them. Yeah, and – But I don't have a favorite. If you don't like one, you're not going to like the other. Yes, that's very true as well. If, if one of these guys rubs you the wrong way, I think they're both probably going to rub you the wrong way. But I don't think that will be an issue. Let's, let's move then to production values and, and uh, audio quality after that. Production values, very, very simple. You got the, the theme song in. They do a little cold intro and then they start the interview and then they wrap it up in, uh, about the same way. I, I think there's nothing not yeah, to like Yeah, right there. around 50 minutes. Yeah, just um, under an hour, yeah. and they're putting this out every week? Yes. Yeah, it comes out every week. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I found it to be a very easy-to-listen-to podcast. But the production values, there's again, there's not like a lot to dislike. There's It's the way to do an interview. <laughs> it is the way to do an interview, <laughs> in and out. And uh, you know what? The one thing that you occasionally bug me about my interview show, which – I guess it's obvious there are a lot of uh, correlations. My show is called Me and the Geek, and the idea is that every week I interview somebody who's really focused or passionate about a particular topic, and we discuss that topic together. This show, they talk with smart people, and it's the top industry professionals. Theirs is a little more focused on business, I think, and productivity uh, than mine is. But in general, the idea is the same, and every week it's, it's trying to focus on this person and trying to highlight this person and the potential knowledge that they have to bring not only to the audience, but the hosts. Oh, like, see, I thought about it. I thought about it differently. I thought that, um, wow, I thought I thought that they would come up with a topic they wanted to talk about, and then went and found the the person to talk to about it. Oh well, that may be the way that that, that it happens. What I find, at least from for myself and and me and the geek, I stumble upon somebody occasionally, and I'm like, oh, I bet they've got interesting stories to tell. And then I'm like, well, what exactly, what topic specifically should they and I discuss? Right, but I felt like the interview was more about the topic and not so much about the person giving it. Like there wasn't... Yes, you're right. And that is a way that their show and my show differs a little bit, I suppose. But what I mean is the... We were specifically talking about the um, production values and the way that they structure the show... I mean, did you have anything that, that you nitpicked about that? No, no, no. All right, no. what about audio quality? I uh, thought they – even the interviews Don't are, even say – don't even – you cannot say I'm not, that with that's, a straight that's, face. That's what I'm saying. The, okay. the, even the interviews are were, were pretty well done. Now, they ha- they vary. They vary greatly. Some of the interviews, the Michael Uslan in particular, was yeah. pretty terrible. He was on a phone. Okay, good, Obviously good. on a phone. Okay, great. That's – I thought you were going to say that the interviews quality was – was good and some of them aren't. No, some of them aren't. But if you go to the Till Ronenberger, the the latest episode about sleep. Yeah, I feel like that one was on Skype. Um, yes, yeah. And I don't think they were recording both ends. I think I think um, Chris and uh, John were recording, you know, just their end, and then they were recording the Skype call because I heard it felt to me like I was hearing some you know some technical glitches every now and again as the the call was issued. But again. They do a good job of editing out the worst parts. Everything is sort of softened and leveled and and made completely palatable. Even the Michael Uslan interview, generally I hate a long-form phone interview, but that one didn't bother me that much. The content was good enough. I think what what bothered me the most wasn't that um, the interviewee was poor quality. It's that there was such a 
difference in the quality of the host and the person being interviewed. Like that was what it was jarring sometimes. Sometimes it wasn't like the Till episode. It went like it, they were pretty close to the same quality. Uh, but the ones where like Chris or John is, is a much higher quality and then it's an obvious drop. Um, like I know this is going to sound dumb, but if the quality of, of the hosts were lessened on those, it would be easier to listen to. I know that doesn't make sense. No, I it makes perfect sense. And it's one of the things that I've thought about on, again, I hate to, to make this about my show, but on me and the geek, what do I do? I do the phone call the same way that the interviewee does the phone call. Now, I do my intro and outro from the studio and this professional mic you're hearing me on right now. But when we're actually talking, the audio is the exact same quality on my end as it is on the, theirs. And I really like that. I like that for that exact reason, that you get into the sound of it and there isn't a back and forth. Right, right. Yeah, that's the problem that I have with so – it's, So it's not like so – it's not like the interviewee is horrible or, or unlistenable. It's just the drastic shifts is – it's just drawing every time it goes in and out. Yes, it can be. Absolutely. And and the overall thing that I'll say is this. To me, the content, at least in the episodes that I listened to, and I went through and found a bunch that the topics were interesting to me. I didn't know any of these guests before I listened. I Did didn't you? either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and still, though, the content, the things that they had to say, the information that they were offering was very, very much worth any of the audio so issues of that your, I had. Of, your, uh, of the episodes that you listened to, who was your favorite person to hear interviewed? I, oh, Till, absolutely. Yeah, Till Ronenberg. I mean, yeah, and yeah. I, I I liked lots of the episodes. I liked lots of the guests. I uh, particularly enjoyed um, Tiffany Lennon, the uh, question of are women better? Uh, so she was talking about women in the marketplace and how they work to overcome the discrimination that they face and how that seems to imply when you look at the hard numbers that they would be better but they're not they're not better than men they're equal to men but what we see are overachieving women because they are climbing over the discrimination that they face i looked at performance in each industry and we measured performance based upon the industry standards and so what we did find is that women are outperforming men. But, you know, I think it's less about who's smarter, frankly. And it's more about whenever you have an unrepresented group, it's not good enough for them to be as good as. They have to be better. Till is my favorite. And here's why. Whenever you listen to a show called uh, Smart People Podcast, right, and uh, it's people that you don't know that you're having to 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 digest all this information from. You have to decide whether you're going to trust this person as an expert or not, right? Like, if I don't know them, I have to in that interview feel like I trust them, or I'm just going to call on on what they're saying. Um, and so on the tail episode, man, I was really going back and forth of. Is this somebody I trust as an expert? Still, yeah, he's been doing it 40 years and he's done this study and that study and, and he's got, um, you know, data to back all this up. But you can make data, whatever you want it to be, really, you know, depending on what you're looking at, what metric you're looking at. Uh, but he said this, and as soon as he said it, uh, I was like, okay, this is a dude I'm, I'm really opening to listen to. I'm always hesitant if, if, if somebody tells me something is true, because that would mean 
that if it's really true, that we would never be proven wrong. And I anticipate in 50 to 100 years that most of my colleagues then will show that we are or were wrong in in most of the stuff that we thought. So let's not talk about truth. Um, Let's talk about what we think we know. That it's difficult to say anything is absolute now, especially when it comes to sleep, because there's so much that they still don't know. So what he believes or what he's he's um, championing uh, championing um, might not be right 30 years from now, but everything currently points to that maybe being a reason of why we sleep or um, why we need sleep. Uh, and so whenever somebody admits, hey, I could be wrong about this, but everything that we know now, putting it together, this is what makes sense. Okay, I'll, I'll trust that guy. Uh, you know what I love most about the new way that we do the show? We got to hear him say that in that uh, cool uh, German accent too. Oh, right on. Fair enough. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. So before we wrap this thing up, we've already given you some of our favorite moments. You can find the show again at smartpeoplepodcast.com. Josh, are we going to continue to rate the show this week? Nope. No rating this week, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to try without for a while. You continue to give us feedback and let us know whether those hard numbers are good for you. We will. In fact, in the Reddit, and what was great is I, I thought about this listening to the Reddit episode. Okay. So they wanted to put some kind of rating mechanism in on uh, whether a comment was a good comment or whether a comment was a bad comment or good topic, bad topic. And early on, they were thinking about using like a star system. Mm-hmm. But they simply they, – they turned it to something as simple as an, an upvote or a downvote. That's it. Yes. Do you suggest or don't you suggest? That That's what we – that's what I think we're going to settle with too. That's what we're going to do today. Would you suggest this podcast to others, Josh? I don't know. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say yes. I would suggest this podcast to others. There are a million interview podcasts yeah, out there, absolutely. Exactly. But these guys do a good job of finding. I've not heard any of these guests on anybody else's podcast. That's hundred. These, yeah, these people I are agree. not making the rounds. That's fair. Yeah, yeah and that's so fair I think they they will continue to find those nuggets of information and interesting people and interesting experiences, interesting outlooks. Here's 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 what I had a hard. Um, hard problem with uh and this 100 percent is me i'm not a bright guy okay um and i felt like some of the conversations that he had especially with and this we'll talk about till again right um brought up so many new terms that i wasn't familiar with or didn't know it took me a couple of times to put it into context to realize this is what this thing is. Like the um, – you know, what he kept referring to as the eternal clock. The circadian, circadian, yes. circadian rhythms? Yes. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what in the world he's talking about. <laughs> what – like he's using that in a sentence like I know what that is and I have – I don't have a clue. And I'm not, I'm not 100% sure I still know what that is. Is I'd have to look it up, but but it seems to me that it's um, your uh, your bio. I think another name for biological clock. Yes, I think so too. I think that's probably pretty okay. accurate. But that's the context clues that I read. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. But the whole time, like sometimes instead of listening to what they're saying, I'm trying to just figure out what they're saying. Um. So yeah, it took, on some of those interviews, it seemed 
if that's a topic you're interested in, like if you're interested in the sleep science, man, that's going to be a killer episode for you. I think you're going to find a lot of good in it. But if it's not, uh, if it's not a topic you're interested in, it's it's a little tough um, to figure out sometimes. Um, so here's the thing: for me to suggest this show, like I'm going to have to listen to certain episodes. Like this is an episode. This episode uh, is a great one. Um, so yeah, it's tough because they just talk about so much. It's so broad the things that they talk about. That is Smart People Podcast at smartpeoplepodcast.com. You can find them on Twitter, Smart People Pod. And Josh, did you know, do you know how fresh your coffee is? I know my coffee is very fresh. Oh, do you? Yes. How can you be so sure, sir? Um, uh, because I get uh, I got I got railway coffee, man. That's right. This episode is brought to you by Railway Coffee. We want to say thanks to them, a new sponsor here on the show. You can visit them at railwaycoffee.com/shop and check out uh, their wares. Yeah, go to railwaycoffee.com/shop or find links in our show notes. And Josh, did you know that if you're a Pod on Pod listener, you can save a little dough too while you're getting your fresh. That's coffee? what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's right. Use promo code POP for Pod. Pod on pod, P-O-P, promo code P-O-P, and you can get 10% off your first order. 10% off of what, my friends? Freshly roasted coffee beans. Like that, like that day. That day, and then shipped out all over the U.S. I'm not positive they ship internationally, so for our international listeners, my pardons. We will check that in the future and see uh, how close we are yeah, to ship, we got shipping to, fresh roasted coffee all the way over there to Ireland. We got Ireland. to go on a field trip. That's, uh, we, we got to go on a field trip? Yeah. We did. We got to go learn uh, how coffee was roasted. You want to talk about a mom-and-pop organization, though. These guys started he, – he started roasting coffee with a – like a consumer coffee roaster. Yeah, in his kitchen. Took it, it took forever. Is it like 45 minutes for one little, like the hotel size bag yeah, of beans? Yeah. All right. But he loved coffee so much and he was so passionate about the fact that people were doing it wrong, Josh. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, because even so, so here's the deal. So I was pretty skeptical, okay, because it's like a roasted bean to me is a roasted bean is a roasted bean. And a lot of supermarkets you go to, you can get whole roasted beans uh you can get a little bag take it home and grind it up yourself but here's the deal you don't know how long those beans have been sitting there when they were roasted uh and my wife who's a huge coffee drinker um and her palate is probably much more sensitive to mine um you know i i i brought the coffee home i let her try it and asked her how she thought it was uh and she said the best part about it was it was a very clean aftertaste. It wasn't like uh, kind of a tinny aftertaste. Um, and sometimes you get that in, in your store-bought coffee. So Railway Coffee is an independent small-batch roaster that focuses on specialty coffee. The, the team sources high-quality specialty coffee beans from all around the world by intentionally cultivating global network of relationships with folks on every level of coffee production. We're talking about buyers. We're talking about the farmers themselves. Each bean brings different flavor characteristics to your cup, depending upon where it was grown, how it was processed, how it was roasted, what time of year it was harvested, and how long it's been sitting yeah, in, yeah. A, in a warehouse. These are things 
I mean, it makes sense that in each part of the world you can only harvest coffee at a certain time of the year. But I'd never considered, depending upon where you buy your coffee from, it's been sitting in a warehouse longer. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to think about. So what can you buy from Railway Coffee? They've got some great uh, roasts for you to try. But Josh and I are partial to Smokestack. So this that is an, from India, yeah? That's right. It's right an on. India roast. It's a dark, full-bodied. It's got uh, creamy notes of chocolate, molasses, caramel. It's good stuff. Man. I didn't catch any of that. I, yeah, I do not have the uh, the palate delicate enough either. I'll tell you this. This is the testimony for me. My wife, who generally is a heavy cream, heavy sugar lady, she started drinking this stuff black. Oh, hey, 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 Rachel, hey, Rachel liked it black too. She's like, this is you don't need anything with this. Yeah, it's yeah. got all the right tones. Uh, I think probably my favorite thing, even going on to the field trip, was the smell. Like it smells fantastic. And so whenever you're grinding your own beads at home, you don't have to wait for it to brew to just fill your house with that coffee smell. It's fantastic. So check it out, railwaycoffee.com slash shop. And don't forget to use the promo code POP. That'll let them know that you came from us. You'll get 10% off your first order when you do. Railwaycoffee.com. How fresh is your coffee? All right. uh, Let's get to listener mail, Josh. Ooh. We got some great feedback this uh, this time, and that happens when you take uh, a week and a half off in between episodes. <laughs> you give them time to comment. You uh, So we didn't rate this week. We did not. And one of the big reasons we didn't rate this week is that uh, you guys commented, sent feedback, voted uh, overwhelmingly uh, – to get rid of it. We didn't need it. Absolutely. Uh, so far, the feedback is pretty uh, against the song at the end of the episode as well. Our our producers are still very heavily in favor of that one, and we have not had our teleconference yet. So this week there will be a song at the end of the episode. Uh, but that's still up for grabs, too. We want to continue getting your feedback on all that stuff. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook or email us uh, by pod on pod at teamprocreate.com. This one's from Mark. He says, Josh and Joel, I've been a little backlogged on episodes, but I had a binge listening session last night and got all cut up. You guys are doing a great job, and I have nothing but love for your work. Got a few observations. Uh-oh. Uh, number one, an interesting thing occurred to me while I was listening to your review of 99% Invisible, which I found not that interesting. Oh. This was a surprise to me because that's one of my favorite podcasts, and you guys both liked it too. I thought about it a little bit, and I think it's because a lot of the fun banter on the show happens when you guys disagree on a podcast and you get to pick it apart. One great example was the self indulgent podcast where josh tried to argue joel up on his rating side note that's a really interesting format i thought it worked well and added suspense to what otherwise would have been a pretty predictable episode well if you were attempting to vote me up on um on smart people podcast you didn't do a good job buddy not good enough anyway huh uh secondly i thought josh's observation of co-host roles for inside baseball type shows was compelling and really on point i have to start paying attention to that but i think that explains some of my podcasts which i wouldn't have otherwise kept uh for example hello internet wiretap and now that i think about it pot on pod Shows like that are hard to get started on, but they may have an X factor because a listener can feel more intimately connected to the hosts. I'm not sure if you guys are going to address that in a future episode, maybe in the host likability discussion. Um, interesting. He's he's just talking about the fact that you've got – you and I have discussed, discussed, discussed it as the Mike and Mike syndrome. One of us is a professional broadcaster and one of us is a quote-unquote former player. You know, like you are. I don't think that comes off. I don't think that comes off at all that way. I think it's very much that way. Like one of us runs the show, and and you are the color commentator. I feel it's more like 
here is the organ grinder and here's the monkey. <laughs> hey, different strokes, different folks. But an attractive monkey. <laughs> Good looking monkey. All right. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, Josh, for that. Uh, or excuse me. Thanks, Mark, for that. Uh, this comes from Derek, uh, Derek O'Neill, who is the host of a couple of good podcasts, the Gotham TV podcast, and he's also the co-host of the Defenders TV podcast, which I've been loving. It's a good companion for the Daredevil uh, show on Netflix, if you're watching that. He says, uh, Josh and Joel, just wanted to pop you a quick email, let you know how much I enjoyed your podcast about startup. As one of the other listeners said, this could be a turning point for your podcast. It's really good to add a more personal discussion to your show and acknowledge that you're looking to improve your show with the help of your audience. I really enjoy your take on podcasts, and it's introduced me to some great other shows that I never would have found without it. I think you're right, though. Having found your podcast and enjoying the format for this long, it's difficult to suggest improvements yeah. that would help that would help the show. So he's into it. So from the inside, it's hard to see how we can make it better. That's that's. I think that's a problem for any show with a when you're asking the current audience, "Hey, how do we make the show better?" It's always. It's better if you can get somebody that's not currently listening. Hey, how do we make our show better? And they're like, I don't know. What is your show about? <laughs> or they're like, well, if you did it every week, I can tell you. What's, what's a podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> – Oh, I have to, I have to throw um, – I do have to throw this out there because you know, part of our mission, what we want to do is we want to introduce um, a variety of podcasts, as many as we can, and, and hopefully uh, connect those with new listeners. That's what we want to do. Um, a buddy of mine has an iPhone. And um, on the way to a meeting, uh, we were listening to um, – I think we were listening to Dan Carlin, some hardcore history. And uh, we listened to a little Plumbing the Death Star. Nice. Um, because he's a huge geek, loves Star Wars. So you know, I wanted to, him to hear the, the Sith Apprentice episode because I, I loved it. Um, he, so he has the iPhone and he was like, hey, man, what, what app do I need to download – uh, so I can start listening to your podcast and some of these other ones that I like. And it just blew me away that he has an iPhone. Like it's on his phone. It is on your phone, sir. Yeah, it says podcasts under it. It's a little it's a, it's a little icon that is built into your phone. It says podcasts under it. He's a guy who's listened to podcasts. Yes. Has an active desire. Hey, that's a thing that I bet I would like. I should listen to Josh's yes. podcast and other podcasts that he's suggested to me. And yet even he didn't know that it was already available. Yeah, so I told him to download Stitcher. <laughs> Kiss my <laughs> Uh, okay then um all right so uh derek goes on he says to me the rating is useless as long as your discussion indicates whether you like a show or not then there is no need for a rating in fact even though we do two entertainment podcasts and as i mentioned the defenders tv and the gotham tv podcasts um we really just rate episodes as a way of wrapping up our thoughts if ratings were the most important thing we'd put them up front anyway hope i didn't get too rambly love the podcasts derek Agree with him. Thank you. Thank you, Derek. All right. This comes from – yeah, and I agree wholeheartedly. And as we said, most of the feedback is going in that direction. Uh, this is from Candice Lepage. She says, hey, guys. I've written in the past to give feedback. It might not have gotten to you because it was a different email address. In brief. Candace, it did get to us, and Joel did not care to read it out loud. I don't think that's the case, Candace. But he—he he, <laughs> since he doesn't ever answer email, he will always be able I don't, to blame I'm me. I'm sorry. It, 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 that's the honest truth. If you're getting an email back from us, it is 100% never me. 
I'm going to say that we've done 60-some-odd episodes, and we did respond to Candace's email, and she just didn't listen to the episode that we responded it to, and that's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Candace is an uh, everyday listener, so uh, Maybe so. All right. Let's see. Uh, number one, I love your theme song. Please never change it. It is one of my favorite things about your show. On my own podcast, an old show I have left, I used to review things on the web, and often I would be singing theme songs on the air, yours included. That is, hey, I wanted so much to hear her sing our our theme song that I asked her what the show is. She's like, I'm not connected to that show anymore. I don't want to advertise. Oh. <laughs> yeah. uh, number two, I love your show name. It says exactly what you do. Why would you change it? And the more I think about it, I think she's right. We we are pod on pod. We are a reflexive meta show. It's very, I think it's very fitting, the show, the show name. Uh, number three, thank you for losing the song at the end. Well, we haven't actually oh, heard it yet, no, I'm sorry. Uh, but probably maybe eventually. I never understood why it was there. I never listened to it. Nothing against the artist. It just made no sense in the context of Pot on Right. Pot. So, so why the intent is noble, um, if it is not in a vehicle uh, that um, is easily uh, deliverable, then it's not doing – it's not effective and it's not doing its job anyway. We're actually not doing a service or a very good service and that's been a lot of the feedback that we've gotten. So the song may be going away uh, but trying to get people connected, uh, especially through Team Procreate, is not going away. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, number four, you don't need ratings. I've already decided whether or not I'm going to listen to the show long before you get to that point anyway. Simply stating whether you will stay subscribed or suggest it to someone else is enough. Also, a two-star scale is basically a yes or no, so just offer that instead. Right, and so I listened to the Reddit episode after we got that feedback, and I was like, she must be a Reddit user. It's yes or no. Uh, number five, she says, I still miss the alternate titles for shows. Mm, well, <laughs> Guys, yeah, you can't win them all, can you, Candace? I know. I, I don't think that was coming back. If only, <laughs> truthfully, if only because we are not creative enough, I think, on a regular basis to come up with something that is either super fitting and like deep or perceptive or humorous. Like we miss the mark on one of those at least every few weeks. Well, and. Sometimes you have the the option of being lazy enough to go. No, I think the I think the title's perfect. Yeah, yeah, that's that's bad. Like that's I bad. can't do any better. Uh, also, on a quick note, my new podcast. I, on my new podcast, I've started recommending one show per episode, and I recommended yours in a recent episode. I don't have a huge listener base, but I know at least two people have told me they've started listening now. Yours right on. was yeah. Thank you, Candace. Yours was the first podcast I started listening to, which reviewed podcasts, and now my meta playlist is the second biggest playlist I have on my podcatcher. This medium is still new. She says it's an overnight success at 10 years. And I that's that's a neat turn of phrase, but it's very true. It's 10 years old, and it is just now an overnight success. Well, so like if you look at like comedians, like to be good at being a comedian, it takes seven to 10 years. Um, on the episode about uh, the rise of superheroes, um, you know, he talks, it took him 10 years to get Batman made. It's taken, it took him 10 years to get Constantine. It took him 10, so. That's about the time for, for, for creativity to really bear fruit. Uh, it's still growing, and it still doesn't know what it is capable of. It needs voices like yours to help develop the many ways we can talk about and create podcasts. Thanks, Candace. Thank you, Candace. That's some, some really sweet words there. And let me say this. I think one of the reasons why people like our show – even people who don't necessarily take our advice. I, I've heard some people sort of in their response emails like, I'm not sure exactly why I listen to your show every week sometimes. Sometimes I think it's this. Sometimes I think it's that. For me, 
I don't know that many people that like podcasts, not nearly as much as I do anyway. And I want more discussion of it. So I listen to some other shows that are about podcasting or about podcasts in general. And one of the, one of the reasons I do, one of the things that I get from that is that discussion that I lack in my actual real life. So for those of you that are out there and you're the only person you know that's into podcasts, use this as a way to, to get that monkey off your back a little bit and then spend some of your uh, real life time converting your buddies. Um, I don't know why I keep doing the podcast. I, th- I think just because – I'm your buddy because I because I ask you to and um, you're like huh. I think yeah, there's because, a little but, bit of well, ego because stroking. He, but no because here's the deal if you think that you love podcasts you've written our show and you're like man I love podcasts it's great do a weekly show reviewing them <laughs> and you will find out if you love them or not what what happens is you love some podcasts I don't <laughs> love podcasts podcasts are stupid. There's so many dumb podcasts out there. All the I hate all the podcasts except for like these five. All the rest of them can jump <laughs> off a cliff. That's how you come in here some weeks. I know, like you that, come in so angry. I do, man. Sometimes, sometimes I do. I don't. I don't mean to because uh, I. I love the, it. It could be because I love the medium, the idea of podcasting and saying what you want to say and putting it out there for free and and having somebody listen to it, right? Because you're putting out there and you don't know what's going to happen with it. You don't know how people are going to take it. Um, and so I get frustrated when people do a poor job of it. And I'm not saying we're doing a great job, but I think that our mission kind of overshadows that. Good job. Good effort. Good job. Good effort. Good job. Good effort, guys. All right. Uh, on that note, uh, if you think we're doing a good job, why don't you uh, do us a couple of favors? Why don't you check out Railway Coffee at railwaycoffee.com. Thank them for sponsoring this episode. How fresh is your coffee? It'll be very fresh if you order from Railway. Save 10% by using the promo code POP. Here's another way that you could help us out this week, Josh. Did you know that I have an audiobook? I did know yeah, you had I've, an audio book. I've, I've told you about that a few times, have I? Now, did you know that I haven't bought your audio book? I did know that because I have a <laughs> dashboard. and I No, I didn't know specifically. I'm not tracking your purchases specifically, but I, I have tracked uh, some purchases. Not a, It's a small book. Uh, it's, a, it's a book named Arm Your Child uh, Tips for, as a matter of fact, let me pull up the thing here. Arm Your Child, A Parent's Guide for Raising Happy, Positive Kids. It's written by Will Deke. He's a a psychologist and a professor and a martial arts expert, as a matter of fact, from San Diego. Real nice guy. And he's written a slew of books. This one in particular is focused on parenting. If you have small children, if you have a bunch of children uh, like me, um, you might find something good in it. Otherwise, if you just like to listen to me talk, Here's about four hours of me talking. It's very affordable. It's on Amazon. It's on iTunes. It's on audible.com as well. You can find links in the show notes. I think that's a way better title than Arm Your Children, A Guide to Raise Shitheads. <laughs> yeah, that would not be a good book no, for, not self, be a good for book. a self, uh, self-help uh, parenting book. Uh, so check that out. That's some good ways to help us out. Other ways, uh, you can go and review Smart People Podcast if you listen to it and enjoy it and tell them that Pod on Pod sent you. And don't only review them uh, if you hate them. Yeah, review them if you like them. Review them if you like them. If you hate them, just keep it to yourself. That's- no, email them. <laughs> Don't send go. that in as a review. Email them. There you go. If you hate us, email us. If you love us, please go and review us. iTunes, Stitcher, etc., all those places. Uh, until next week when we come back and review Hollywood Babylon from uh, Ralph Garman and Kevin Smith. This is a, a review long in the making. And it's still a pretty unique show.
It is. Yeah. It, it, uh, often imitated, never duplicated. I don't even think it's often imitated. <laughs> well, I don't think there are that many Ralph Garmans or Kevin Smiths out there. Uh, we'll talk about that one next week. Hope you enjoyed this week's review of Smart People Podcast. Until next week, we've been your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. And this has been the podcast. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.